0: You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross-country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. A good Monday to you all. You found the Run Around Iowa, and I'm your host, Lance Bergeson. On this show... We kick off indoor track and field season, and it's going to be a busy show here. I've got results today from a historic BU season opener in Boston. The Woo Pig Classic from Fayetteville, Arkansas. SDSU Holiday Open. That was in Brookings. That's the SDSU, not San, not San Diego State. The Mel Cheersma Classic in Missouri, and uh, on the roads, the California International Marathon, USA Half Marathon Championships, and much more. But before I get into the results, I did want to, because this is the start of indoor track season, just wanted to let some of the new uh, listeners to the podcast who might have stumbled upon it, let them know that I am... (laughs) I am only going to be concentrating on distance results, uh, for, uh, indoor and outdoor track and field. And that's pretty much 600 meters on up. So if you're, uh, if you're looking for sprinters, field events, that sort of thing, um, this is not for you. I I enjoy those events when I watch track and field. I enjoy watching the javelin and the high jump, long jump. Um, even tried to do long jump and uh, during a disastrous summer of nineteen eighty four. Um, but nevertheless, <laughs> um, this is going to be devoted to distance running. So um, and that's going to be the focus from here on out. So hopefully you understand that as we move forward. Just wanted to make that clear. And, um, there's really no news to get into. A lot of times I lead off with news. So I'm just going to jump in because this is going to be a good, lengthy podcast today. And I'm going to start off with the BU season opener where uh, we we kind of knew coming in that when we saw Wesley, Kip 2 was on the entrant list that you know, this could have some fireworks here uh, on the campus of Boston University in Boston. At the BU Track and Tennis Center, and sure enough, Kip Tu, who uh, just finished second at Cross Country Nationals uh, in Tallahassee, Florida, he ended up running the the third fastest time in history for Division One indoors for five thousand meters. Only Arizona's Lawi Lalang. Um, and Stephen Sambu, both running in the uh, 2012 Milrose Games, have run faster than Kiptu's effort of 13-14-74, which, of course, as you have rightly probably thought, it's an Iowa State record. And he um, he just missed numbing in, uh, moving into number two spot uh, because Sambu ran 13-13-74, at uh, at New York, at uh, I believe 2012. Well, was that Madison Square? Garden? No, it was probably the uh, the facility that they run at now. Um, nevertheless, um, Sambu. Um, so he was just exactly a second behind Sambu, um, but Lalang's time of 13:08:28 uh, when he ran for Arizona. Uh, both of them did. Um, that is going to be out there for a little while. That's, uh, he's still, uh, six seconds away from that. So Kip 2, impressive running, but he didn't win the race. Um, it was former Wisconsin star, Ollie Hoare, uh, who set an Australian national record winning that 5,000 meters in 1309.96 and um and then it was uh former arizona northern arizona all american gordy beamish um who was uh runner up in thirteen twelve fifty three, and then it was wesley kipto um uh, running that thirteen fourteen seventy four. he was the best of 15 collegians um who all ran under 1340 in a very very fast time and and that um that that track is very fast they they they've set some real uh indoor records over the years so um for tiptoe uh eighth man in collegiate history to go sub 1320 indoors and he wasn't the only one with um iowa state ties who did very well in boston Former Cyclone Andrew Jordan, uh, now now he runs for Georgetown. Uh, he has some eligibility left left because I think he uh, redshirted twice, two straight years under um, uh, the previous regime at Iowa State. Martin Smith. Um, he finished tenth in that 5,000 meters, running 13:28. Um, and had he stayed in Iowa at uh, in in Ames and run for the Cyclones, that time would be number three uh, all time indoors. Uh, four or 5,000 meters, trailing only Kip Kiptu and Edwin Kergat. so that's quite a list of runners that he would uh, be there, but um, I did not look up where he's at on Georgetown's all-time list, but it's got to be there, and Andrew put out on Instagram that that's the 19th best time all-time in NCAA history that... Uh, 1328 that he ran. So, uh, great running by Andrew, um, who hails from, uh, Ohio originally. Like I said, he had a circuitous route to, um, to, uh, the Washington DC area. Um, he went to Iowa state, ran there under Martin Smith and transferred, ran for Washington for about a year. And then now he's at Georgetown, um, and then, uh, former Cyclone and, um, um, I guess you could say a Cyclone graduate, Dan Kurtz. Um, he runs now for the Northwoods Athletics Team. That's a, that's a pro team. He finished seventh in a 3,000-meter race there at the what's called the Sharon Collier Danville Season Opener uh, at Boston University. Kurtz ran 802.41. Uh, on the other side of things, for the women, it was former Iowa Central star, Adva Cohen, who ran a 5,000 meters and ran it very well. She was sixth in that 5K in 1533. She is running for New Mexico, the Lobos. She's a senior now. Kipto wasn't the only cyclone runner who jumped into the record books over the weekend. The day before, during the Woo Pig Classic at the Tyson Track Center in Fayetteville, Arkansas, it was five cyclones who ran under 14 minutes for the 5,000 meters, including former Central Lion of GLR prep, Gable Seperta, who jumped into the top five. He has the fifth best uh, mark in program history, running 13.44.75 to uh, placed fourth overall in that 5,000 meters, and um, also climbing into the top 10 for Iowa State was former Gilbert Prep, Thomas Pollard. He's a senior. He ran 13.45.34 for us. He ended up fifth right behind Gable um, in in fifth place in the race. So like I said, that's seventh best. And then um, Chad Johnson was ninth in 13.57.25. That's ninth best in school history. Uh, he ended up finishing eighth in that race. And then Ezekiel Rop is now number 10 in Iowa State history, running 13.58.62. And um, he was ninth in that 5,000 meters. But uh, all of these Cyclones were not the top Iowa State runner. It was uh, transfer Ryan Ford, who, like um, Pollard and Sieperda, played a big role in helping Iowa State finish second at Nationals in in cross-country just three weeks ago. Um, He ended up third in the race running unattached. Uh, Ford ran 13-44-30 to top Seeper to just just edge uh, Gable. Um, But, of course, since he's running unattached, he does not get credit for entering the record books so um, but it was just really a phenomenal uh season debut for all these Iowa State guys. They're all completely in great shape and and it showed uh it, at Fayetteville. There were other uh, cyclones though running there, four of them placed in the top five in the one thousand meters with Jason Gomez leading the way uh making his um season debut since he didn't run cross country. Uh, for Iowa State, uh, he was second in a time of two twenty one oh two, and um, then it was uh, senior Nehemia two who was third in two twenty one sixty five. Then you had senior Alex Lamang in two twenty one seventy five, and then freshman Darius Kipiego in fifth in two twenty one eighty five. And where do they, where do these guys stack up now? You you ask in the one thousand meters. Well, I did look this up. Um you have uh, you have uh Gomez who is um unfortunately his time was not going to improve on his 2:19.11 from the Iowa State Classic. Um, they do not double dip. Uh, for Iowa State's all-time performers, you you don't get a list yourself twice. Um, but Nehemia two is now fifth all time after that two twenty one sixty five. Lamong is sixth in school history with that two twenty one seventy five, and then Kipiego is seventh in school history with the two twenty one eighty five. So that's where those guys stand. After that, um, you also had uh. uh A couple of Iowans here as well. Uh, It was junior David Thompson who went to Griswold High School. He was seventh in that 1,000 meters, uh, running 224.84, which is a huge personal best for him uh, of almost five seconds. And then Joe Schaefer, who was a sophomore, former Johnston prep, who rounded out the Iowa State entrance. He ran 226.89, and he just missed a PR by just 0.49 0.49 of a second. So that's how they shook out. The winner, by the way, um, well, I didn't have the winning time. Sorry, I didn't write that down. Uh, moving on to the uh, 600. I did have the 600 winner. That's why I got confused here. Um, the the uh, Iowa State had uh, a couple runners in that 600. It was Sebastian Gentil, who was fourth, Setting a new PR of 117.93 $1, for Sebastian, and that uh, for Iowa State's history. Um, Well, they have a 600-yard history, so they don't have a 600 meters. so that's strange. Uh, Anyway, uh, maybe probably because they have a 600-yard indoor track at the lead center. That's why I think they run a 600 there at the lead center. Anyway, Gentile was uh, 117.93, and then uh, Frank Hayes, the transfer from Ohio State, this is his final year. He gets a bonus year because of covid uh He was seventh in one eighteen sixty five Look for those two to keep battling over the years over the year Brandon miller uh texas a m standout uh was the winner sophomore ran one fifteen forty nine showing he's in great shape uh, for the uh season ahead um and uh there were other Iowans who were at uh, uh at Fayetteville former Ballard of Huxley star. And a podcast star on this program, Abby Cohut Jackson, uh, running for Minnesota. She was fourth in the women's 3000. She talked about it on the show that she was running at the WU-PIG, and she did. She ran nine ten oh four. And how does that stack up? Well, that was a 10-second personal best for Abby. Um, and, um, and if you look at that time... 91004 would qualify her for last year's NCAA indoors so it's a good qualifying mark to begin the season so we'll see if that holds up. Uh the winning time in in that 3000 was Oklahoma State's Taylor Rowe of eight fifty eight fifty eight, 58. Um and also Sam Hall, former Dowling Catholic star, uh, running for the home Razorbacks, he was fourth in the men's 3000 race. Um, he is actually um, running unattached, but he is an Arkansas student. Uh, but he, um, he ran 8.32.44 in the men's 3,000 there. Uh, and uh, going on to the Midwest uh, and the Blue and Gold Invitational hosted by Notre Dame also on Friday in the 3,000. It was Matthew Carmody, former Dowling Catholic prep Running for the Irish, he finished second in that 3,000 meters in 8.04.02, and um, he was just behind his teammate Carter Solomon uh, by just five hundredths of a second. Carter Solomon ran 8.03.97. Moving on to the SDSU Holiday Open at the Sanford Jackrabbit Athletic Complex, in Brookings, South Dakota, where the Dort men and women qualified several runners for NAIA Nationals, picking up those automatic standards. But I'm going to lead off with a former Des Moines Christian runner. It was Oksana Johnson of the host, South Dakota State Jacks, who picked up a victory in the women's 800. Oksana, a senior, she ran 211.52 to beat uh, several young Minnesota runners, including runner-up Aaron Reedy, who was just about .35 of a second behind Oksana. So she's gotten her season off to a great start, and she's back to more comfortable racing for her. She she prefers the track in those 800s, 1500s. Um, in the men's mile, Jacob Vanderplatz was of Dort was the first of these um, defenders to make it to NAIA Nationals, and the senior broke his own school record in doing so. He won the mile in four fifteen ninety six to break his record of four sixteen from last season. And in that race, it was Tyson Wheeland, the former Johnston High and Iowa Central runner. He's now the Run A Blaze uh, team. What do you want to call it? Captain? Team captain? He's, the, he's the one who does all the publicity for him, uh, kind of the team leader now. He ended up, uh, running 430.6 for sixth place. He says he went out, uh, in 312 through the first 1200 and then he struggled, uh, struggled home after that, but, uh, went out aggressively. Um, the men's 600 for Dort it was a 1-2 finish Peyton Malden a uh, uh who's from George Iowa way up in Northwest Iowa a freshman he qualified for nationals by setting a meet and school record in 118.37 so he is on the uh NAIA Nationals. Uh, the old record was held by another, uh, Dort runner. It was Matthew Van Epps who set that in 2019, 119, one 16, one six for 600. And it was Cole Zevenbergen, who's from Rock Valley, um, who was runner up in 120.5 and, um, Cole, also, is um, onto NAIA Indoor Nationals, and um, ugh, where are those held at? Uh, gosh, I had it here, and no, I don't. Uh, I'll try to find it. Um, the men's three thousand, Eric Steiger, senior. He's had a great year. Um, was one of their was well, one of their top two cross country runners on the season led him at NAIA Nationals. Um, He ran 825.77 to take the victory and shatter the school record. That was uh, 832. Um, And he also gets the automatic mark for NAIA Nationals. Runner-up was Joe Anderson of Dort. He is from George also along with Peyton Malden. He um, Ran 830.98 to also get an AIA standard for an indoor national. So 1-2 for the defenders in the 3,000. The 800, it was um, going back to South Dakota State here. Dylan Blake, um, uh, actually, he was second to a South Dakota State runner. Dylan runs for University of South Dakota. He's a second-year freshman for the Coyotes. He ran 157.61. To um, take runner-up honors, he's a former Maple Valley of Anthony Otho prep. Uh, and seventh place was a South Dakota State runner, Riley Bauer. He is from North Union, that is like uh, Bancroft up in that area, uh, right up near Algona. He ran two oh three seventy three for seventh. And in the women's six hundred, the last individual race I'll mention. Anne-Marie, uh, Anne-Marie Stute of Dort, a senior, also got an automatic qualifying time in the 600, running a PR of 135.75, and that time beats her, per- her previous best by a half a second, and uh, also... Earning a provisional mark for nationals was Mika Koistra in fifth place in 137.02. The winning time was 132.58 by South Dakota State's Lauren and Van Dyke. Uh, and then in the uh, women's 4x4, I thought this was kind of interesting. I don't usually do this, but um, the uh, USD women uh, ran the second fastest time in program history and um, joining them on the relay was Madison Yoakum, a former Sioux City healing prep. They ran 344.07. The Liberty kickoff was held in Lynchburg, and you had former mid-prairie runner Anna Hostetler, who came in um, fourth place in the um, women's 5,000 with a time of 17, 17 minutes, point two three. And that time by Hostetler puts her number seven all time at liberty. So that's uh, tremendous for her. Uh, the well, the number two time uh, is her teammate Callie Doan, who ran 16.12, whew, uh, 91 in that 5K. So, um, and then it was interesting. Um, <laughs> They ran a four-by-four relay as well. Callie Doan did as well as Anna Hostetler, her sister, younger sister, Marie Hostetler, and then Kylie Sorg, they ran a third-place relay of four-by-four in in that four-by-four. So a couple of Iowa ladies doing well. And um, Isaac Wendlin, of course, is uh, their their head cross-country coach. He helps out with track and field. The Mel Cheersma Classic was held, uh, hosted by Northwest Missouri State, and Caroline Cunningham um, did another, uh, had another strong performance. Um, coming off that uh, really good cross country season, she earned a Division Two provisional qualifying time in the five thousand after running seventeen fifteen point oh nine, and that time uh, on Saturday is the second best in school history in the Indoor 5000. So great running by the former Cedar Falls High Prep. Um, Right behind her, well, not right behind, but uh, in that race, finishing second was Morgan Lawson, the uh, Grandview University runner. She's a senior. She ran a lifetime best of 17.55 to earn an NAIA automatic qualifying time uh, for that $5,000. So uh, early December meets are a good time to get those auto qualifying times early in the season. Um, the Vikings also had uh, Trevor Albert, who uh, also ended up second place, with a lifetime best, fourteen forty eight uh, 0.43. That time breaks his own school record uh, set amazingly by 34 seconds. So Albert also having a great season like Lawson, who was 18th at NAIA Nationals. Well, Trevor Albert continuing um, his really good run. Um easily beating that time, which had been 1522. So he, he knocks 34 seconds off that 1448. That also uh, gets him automatically to NAIA nationals, which I told you I'd figure that out. I'd find it. It's March 3rd through 8th in Brookings, South Dakota. So that's where NAIA indoors are at that beautiful facility there. The, um, the Sanford Jackrabbit Athletic Complex. That is a really nice one there. Um, then uh, Indian Hills also. <clears throat> a couple results here I want to mention. The Men's 1000 they had Rivaldo Marshall uh, finishing first place. He's from Kingston, Jamaica, man. Yes. Um, so he gets a good na- uh, national qualifying time for NJCAA Nationals with a two twenty seven ninety two 92 effort. And um, his teammate, Ani Akok, uh, who is from Ames, um, he's an Iowan. Um, he was second, also gets a national qualifying time with a 230.05 effort. In the men's 600, it was Ronaldo Rock of the Warriors running 120.75, that's a really good time there for uh, junior college. He ran a school record effort, that 120.75 time, school record, and he uh, qualified uh, for the um, Nationals also um, by winning that event by just .07 of a second. It was very close in the men's 600, but he got the job done. Time to make a transition now. Let's go into T2, as they call it in the triathlon world. Yes, I said triathlon. There was a couple uh, over the weekend, including Clash Daytona, the big money race, that takes place at Daytona International Speedway, where they hold the big 500 NASCAR race. And it was the return to action for former Storm Lake resident and uh, Buena Vista University athlete Matt Hansen. Hansen had surgery September 17th. To fix a, uh, a meniscus tear in his knee. And he made a nice successful return by finishing fourth in the big money event uh, in 312.47. Um, he was just over four minutes behind the winner, Christian Blumenfeld. but he, uh, And Blumenfeld had the best run of 58.19. But Hansen, who now uh, resides in the uh, Denver, Boulder area. He had the second best run of 59.45 and um, so that helped him to at least move up a bit but he wasn't quite able to get on the podium. He also had the ninth best swim of 26.37 and the seventh best performance on the bike of 144.33. He said and that's a wrap on 2021. Happy with all the results, all things considered. The boys up front were on the gas all day long, and I just didn't have the legs to bridge the gap and compete for the podium today. All in all, happy with the day. And he picks up a nice paycheck of $5,500 for his work there. And the women's pro competition, it was Iowa City native, uh, former Iowa City resident as well, Leslie Smith. She's also out in the Boulder area. She uh, finished ninth in three forty one oh eight. She had the third best run of one oh eight thirty seven. 37. Um, also the seventh best swim, 2745, and the 10th best bike of two oh one fifty seven. Winning time was Jackie Herrig. after a run of just about one hundred six forty-seven for her. And unfortunately for Leslie, they paid out the top eight, and she ended up ninth. So she did not um, get any of the payouts there. One spot away. Um, Ironman 70.3 was in beautiful Indian Wells, California. Uh, It's a great place to have a triathlon in December. Jessica Smith of Clive. She's a relatively new uh, resident to Iowa. She was ninth in the women's pro division in four twenty seven thirty three. She, I, I looked at her stats. She was ninth the whole race. She had the uh, she had the tenth best swim, ninth best bike, and eleventh best run. She was right in ninth. So never, never really uh, moving up or moving back. So. Um, like I said, 427.33 for her, the winning effort was Daniel Lewis in 414.02. So, um, that's the triathlon, uh, competitions there on to the roads and California international marathon was held in Sacramento. Um, that is a, a, a big one every year on a very flat and fast course. A lot of people go there to get, the uh, US Olympic trials qualifiers now this year's race does not fit in that window yet um you have to wait until 2022 to get that but it was a very strong effort for former ADM of Adel prep Mason Frank he ended up running a PR in that marathon finishing 17th overall in 21729 That's 12 seconds off his previous best, and um, he was coming off a lot of momentum. He was the IMT Des Moines Marathon Half Marathon champion in October, and he's living in Denver now. And um, he's really had a nice fall after suffering a lot of injuries. Um, A year and a half of of. Uh, injuries included a stress fracture in his foot, Achilles tendonitis, and a stress fracture in his sacrum. So nice to see Mason doing well. Um, and on the uh, in the women's professional end of it, it's former Johnston High and Grandview University star Opsie Burrow, who was also 17th uh, among the women's pros in 2:38.18. Um, she has run two thirty twenty five at c a m in december of twenty nineteen but that uh time was not um recognized the course was not accurate so her best on a legal course is two thirty five fifty one at twin Cities in october of twenty nineteen she was not um too happy on instagram um when she um Made this comment, I had such a rough day out there, but hey, it happens. I may not always get the W, and sometimes I may stop for the bathroom on days like today, but I always finish. I did the darn thing. And, oopsie, 238.18 is is a really good time still. That's, that's nothing to be disappointed about. The USATF Half Marathon Championships were held on Sunday, and it was a familiar name to Iowa State fans who ended up getting the victory. Connor Mance, the two-time NCAA cross-country champion, he turned pro before this event in Hardyville, South Carolina. He signed with Nike, and he ends up winning the darn thing in an hour and 55 seconds. So um, Wesley Kiptu will not have to uh, battle the... Outstanding, uh, BYU runner um, Connor's turned pro, but what a, what 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 a what a pro debut! Getting getting the victory, that time uh, of an hour and fifty five seconds is number eight on the U.S. all time list. But why is it important? There were a couple Iowans who competed there. Former Spirit Lake prep uh, Will Norris finished thirtieth in those half marathon championships in one oh seven oh five. And then um, run ablaze is Austin O'Brien, who is from Waukee, and he's a former Pleasant Valley and Central College runner. I know he's disappointed with this. Um, he was 46th in 110-48. He's much faster runner than that. Um, he's more like a 104 runner there in that range. Um, so I, I know he's... 104 105 runner there. So, it must not have been a good day for Austin, but he's back healthy at least. Um and and then we got NAIA uh back to them. And they had the Midland uh half marathon in Nebraska hosted by that university. That this was a qualifier for the Nationals in the marathon and it was Eric Steiger the guy i mentioned earlier in the program ran it to uh, south dakota state turned right around and ended up winning the half marathon title um in one ten fifty seven, and also setting a school record for dort university um so he he ran uh he broke the record by almost two minutes, uh, the record was Ben Brockmuller's of one twelve fifty six in twenty fifteen. So Steiger comes. This is really phenomenal that he was able to bounce back one day after running um, at the um, at the Holiday Open. He comes right back. He runs a three thousand there, breaks the the, the uh, Dort record by about seven seconds, and then comes back and runs a half marathon. <laughs> and um, sets another school record. So the senior's having a great finish. If only he was an Iowan, but he's not, sorry. Um, Davis Tebbin gave him a battle, though. His teammate was just a second behind him, and um, he was one of several defenders who got the auto standard um, after running 110.58. He had Brooks DeWard, ran 111.26, Bailey Vandegrind in 111.43, Dick Feldhorst in 111.44, Jacob Brower in 111.52, and Aiden Vorster in Uh, 112.30. They all met the A standard time of 113.3. So they uh, are all eligible to run in the marathon at Nationals um, coming up um, in March. Um, Then uh, Dord also had uh, eight runners who also ran at the Midland Half Marathon. In Fremont, Nebraska. And they had a win from Jessica Campman coming off an an outstanding cross country season. She set a school record time of 122.23. Previous record was Lauren Opps, 124.63, set in 2015. So a six year old record she she broke. Um, the, uh, the, The qualifying time was only 129 flat, so she easily beat that. Um, and also uh, meeting that standard easily were Eden Winslow and Brenna Tolkamp, two of her teammates. Winslow was second place overall in 125.41, followed by Tolkamp in 125.51. And also meeting the automatic time for Dort was. Gritchley Castor, she is from Harlan. She's a sophomore for Dort, she ran one hundred twenty seven oh one. Lucy Borkowski, a freshman from Manila, she ran one twenty seven twenty eight. And Taylor Anima, one hundred twenty seven forty four. All got the auto standard for that marathon. Um, Elise Cooperus, she did not get the automatic. She has a provisional time after running one hundred twenty nine thirty six. Northwestern College also competed at Fremont in that Midland Half Marathon. And um it was uh it was Ian Weersma, Levi Cross and Caitlin Weiss who all ran for the Red Raiders um, getting the automatic standard. Weersma, who is from uh Zeeland, Michigan, he, got, he ran 112.22 for 11th place in that race, um, and I mentioned already that Steiger ran 110.57. So um, he was 11th, and then Levi Cross, um, a former um, Iowa Christian Academy runner and a senior um, from Des Moines, um, he was in 13th just 12 seconds back of Wiersma in t- 112.34 in 13th place. So both of them got the automatic standard to qualify for the marathon. And I mentioned Catlin Weiss. Um, she is a former Ridgeview of Holstein runner and a sophomore for Northwestern. She also hit the automatic standard with a 40th, 40th place finish in 126.13. And so that easily gets the 129. So a lot of runners took this opportunity, and it was a beautiful day. uh, If you remember on Saturday, it was a nice day in Iowa to do that. Um, It was um, very light winds, nice warm, uh, fairly warm day. It was a great day to do it, to qualify for uh, NAI Outdoors. Um, this is, the marathon's going to be held in Gulf Shores, Alabama, so (laughs) it might be a little sticky and hot by the time they get to the marathon there in Gulf Shores, but um, they're all qualified for that. Um, getting down toward the end here, actually, Grand Valley State had their holiday open. And Wartburg had a select number of runners who were competing there. Wyatt Schmidt, a junior uh, who calls Preston, Iowa his home, he finished sixth in the fastest section one of that race. ran 152.93, very solid 800 there for Division three runner. Uh, the winning time was Grand Valley's Jonathan Grondick uh, in 150 89. So that's Division Three against a Division II runner. So um, he definitely held up well, just two seconds behind him. And the men's mile was Frosty Lorimer. He's a senior for the Knights. He's from Springville, Iowa. He was fourth in 4:19.21. It's a good uh, time for indoors. Uh, the winning time was 410. Uh, one five, in that men's mile. And then in the 3,000, you had a couple of Wartburg runners there. Alec Eiley, a junior, uh, ran an 8.26.64. Uh, and then Matt Heinzman a senior, was another six seconds back in sixth place. Um, St. Ambrose, um, they had a meet at home. They hosted one. Um, and it was mostly uh, field events, sprints, and that sort of thing. But they did have a three k race walk, and you had senior All American Caleb Chmelka, who's from Council Bluffs. Uh, he got the NAIA B standard for nationals uh, qualifying there. Uh, by he did it by breaking his own school record by nine seconds in a time of fourteen thirty eight sixty eight. And then um, Seth Disser, his teammate, who's a junior from Marshalltown, uh, as well as John Frankie, uh, also a sophomore and uh, from Neola, um, also got uh, B standard qualifying times by finishing second and third overall in that 3K race walk. Disser had a time of 14:56, and then um, Frank had a time of 15:12. So that is everything as far as the colleges. Wrapping things up with a couple trail races in Iowa. It was the 11th annual Valhalla Trail 20K in Solon on Saturday. Very good men's field. And it was won by Callan Kahn of the Run-A-Blaze Iowa team. Callan was timed in 108.52 to defeat Ford Washburn, who is an Iowa City junior. He's in high school, and he's running 20K in the trail race. Uh, Very good uh, time by him, 109.39. Washburn, if you remember in a a report I just had, um, he won the Legend of the Fall trail race in Iowa City. He was the champion of that four-mile event. So Ford is really doing really well on these trails. Um, And a guy he beat uh, at that... uh, Legend of the fall trail race uh, was Eric Bandy. He was fourth in 110.28, eight seconds behind Eli Miller, who was third in 110.20. Warren Clarita ran 110.41 for fifth. And then, new uh, team member of the Running Wild Elite team, Jay Welp, coming back from some injuries. Um, he's missed some, some time this fall, kind of like me. Um, he was sixth in a respectable 111.47 time, so really good. Um, six guys within about four minute, three minutes of each other at, in, in that 12.4-mile uh, race. Back home in Des Moines, it was the Sycamore 8 trail race hosted by the Capital Striders on Saturday, and it was uh, Andy Marshall of Des Moines, a 29-year-old who got the victory in that one in 47-44. He topped a good friend of mine, Yuri Federko. Yuri's 44 years old. He topped him by about a minute and a half there in that event. And then uh, Kirsten Hathaway was the women's winner of that event. Kirsten is from Clive, 46 years old. Kirsten was clocked in 55-21. And that was running about 30-degree weather, kind of like the Valhalla Trail race. Uh, And then we had, it's that time of year, ugly sweater races. And LeClaire had one. He had a a 5K over uh, by Bettendorf. And it was Morgan Masecki of the Running Wild team, former St. Ambrose winner, who was the women's winner in 2052. And the men's winner was Matt Jackson in 1653. And that is your lot for the week. That's all the results I've got. But I do welcome, since we are starting a new season of Indoor Track, I welcome suggestions. If there's runners I'm missing, uh, people I've forgotten, please email those to me. You can do that at bergeson at gannett.com. That's G-A-N-N-E-T-T dot com. On the docket this week, Iowa State and Iowa will be hosting Indoor meets. For the Cyclones, they'll return home to the Lead Recreation Athletic Center for the ISU Holiday Invitational. I'm hoping to go to that and get some audio for some coaches and athletes. The field events will begin at noon with running events at 1. I see Northern Iowa will also be there. I'm not sure if Drake will be there or at the Jimmy Grant Invitational. That will be hosted by the Hawkeyes at their beautiful facility. Um, that's coming up on Friday and Saturday, a two-day event there, and then um, on the um, well, on on to cross country as well. I'll have reports from the USATF National Club Cross Country Championships that will be held on Saturday at Appalachie Regional Park in Tallahassee. That's where NCAA Division One Cross Country Nationals were held, so they'll be back there uh, for that one. Um, so that, um, that those are be some of the events that I'll be covering. There will be much more than that, of course. Um, and that's kind of what you got to look forward to. I will have a podcast later this week. I interviewed a sister and brother yesterday, Maddie and Miles Bach, who both graduated from Iowa schools. Maddie um, went to Marion, graduated from there, and Miles went to Marion until his senior year when he transferred and ran for center point urbana both of them are now at nebraska Kearney, and um it's a very impactful uh podcast a lot more than i expected um when i um contacted maddie about having um she and Miles come on the program. They open up a lot about their struggles that they've had in college. So it's a very powerful message that they give. And um, so I very highly suggest that you uh, tune into that, and it'll drop on Friday. So look for that. My, Maddie and Miles Bach, that'll be a good one. My first sister and brother podcast, first hopefully of of, of a few of them that I'll have. But uh, until then, until my next podcast, uh, a week from today, happy running, everyone.